0: Get ready because we are bringing you a summer series, that's right. We are going to be celebrating all across January into 2024 the amazing rural women, men and families that support our rural communities, our rural men, women and families. We have some amazing people lined up to talk to that are definitely the creative solutions that exist in our communities and we can't wait to celebrate them and the things that they do to make our lives better. There'll be some giveaways so be listening up to see whether or not you can score one. We would like to thank all the people that have been involved with this summer series and we hope that you enjoy and might be able to find a new creative solution for a problem that you have. I'm here with the incredible Cece. She is from Cece Fertility Online and she has the Fertility Collective. She is the m- amazing face. She always gets me laughing with her reels around fertility, just creating humour around something that's just not always that funny, but hard relate to a lot of the things she puts up. Cece, can you tell us a little bit about your who's in your family? Thank you, Jen. Thanks for having me. And, and like you said, yes, yeah, fertility certainly is serious, but we do
1: sometimes need a laugh as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, um, I am, yes, yeah, I've got three children, all three, thanks to IVF. And, yes, yeah, founder of Fertility Collective. So I've got a little girl um, who is eight, a little boy who's six, and another little boy who's four.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. So you really understand what it's like to be in those, to not use, with lack of a better term, to be in those fertility trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband and I were actually hit over the head with a male
1: infertility diagnosis um, in 2013, which I should actually say is, you know, 40% of the cases in fertility clinics is male factor. Um, yeah, I think again, something missed easily, isn't it? It is, yeah. No one told us. i not that we go through, you know, a million and one tests. Ourselves and our bodies before, you know, a simple semen analysis is done. But that's
0: a whole nother podcast episode. That's for us. something else to yell down the microphone about. Uh, I think we could rope in Mon on that one as well. That's correct. Absolutely.
1: Um, but yes, yeah, no, so we were, yeah, knocked over the head with um, with that a diagnosis. And then, yeah, and, and from then on, I just obviously knew the devastating impact, you know, it has on your mental health, how difficult it is to find support. So, you know, one in six people are affected by infertility and you know we honestly feel like we're one in six million at the time um so I started fertility collective initially to shine a light on something that just doesn't get enough attention um and that has since grown and grown and grown and grown and now I have um yeah fertility collective membership um really because I've you know I realized there was just no support you'd leave a doctor's appointment get home and sit on the couch and say what the fuck you you know where, where now and so it's really you know normalizing the feelings and emotions that so many of us you know uh so many of us feel but we're you know often just too afraid to talk about because of this you know this ancient stigma you know there's so much fear and there's so much anxiety and jealousy and you know so really i'm all about addressing the feelings of isolation and loneliness um and you know the conversations can be difficult not because of stigma but because there's so much at stake you know it's so highly emotional it's so Scary and so unknown. People are so fearful of, you know, never becoming a Mum or never becoming a mum or never becoming a parent. Um and, you know, everyone's everyone's journey is very, very different, but the focus is always on the physical side, you know, what the egg's doing, what the sperm's doing, what your uterus is doing. And there's just very little focus if any on the
0: emotional you know, on your emotional well being and the mental toll. Um, yeah. We were talking about this before I hit record. We were saying that, you know, a lot of the really big clinics, they offer sometimes these services, but rural patients can't engage in that because it's very much pragmatics about, like you said, the lab, getting to that lab, the best lab. Yep. And so, yep. the Volatility Collective really beautifully holds space for all of those other things. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: absolutely. No, I mean, look, people in rural areas are, you know, they're being forced to. I mean, I have a lot of members who live in, you know, in rural communities. And you know they're being forced to travel really long distances for really important, you know, reproductive services in order to grow their family. And it's just, you know, I feel fertility treatment, you know, it's just so unevenly distributed across, you know, the metro areas and the regional areas. And you know, the service is just so important. And you know, people are people are making, you know, day long day long round trips, you know, to to places like Melbourne and Sydney for, you know, for 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 the scans or for the egg retrievals and, you know, and then there's, it's, you know, then that's expensive, you know, there's all the fuel and accommodation and, and childcare costs if you've already got a child and um, on top of, you know, the financial burden of already having to pay for this fertility treatment and, yeah, look, I think, you know, people, a lot of people in my, you know, a lot of people, a lot of rural people, I should say, in my community just feel where there's just that real lack you know, lack of care when it comes to the sort of smaller satellite offices, I guess if you yes, call it. Satellite um, yeah, and and you know, is because these clinics often do operate that fly in, fly out staffing, and um, you know, it's a much higher turnover. But you know, I, I feel, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, and this is. You know, probably quite controversial to say, but it is all about the lab. I mean, you know, if you are going down that IVF route, like it is all about the quality of the lab. Yep. Yes, you can have amazing doctor, and you know, and, and and of course, you know, timing is so important as well. But you know, we want that egg and that sperm and that and that embryo, um, you know, in the best possible condition, and that that you know, largely impacted by you know where it's stored at the lab and and and
0: treated. Yep, absolutely. So, so, yeah. tell us a little bit about what someone will find inside the collective.
1: Well, a, a lot <laughs> to put you on the spot.
0: I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot. i know. I
1: love. I, love, I, mean, I just, I'm so. I, I honestly, am so proud of what it offers, and I and, I've, and I. It's, it's six US six dollars, six US dollars a month. I'm sorry, six US dollars a week, which is twenty four US dollars a month. People, I will say, because this is an Australian podcast, I will say people say why is it us dollars not australian uh, that's because over 50 60 percent of my members are in the us and the uk so oh they the do yes US- yeah so um but yeah so the membership gives you okay so this is where for you know people in the rural setting it gives you your own experience and unbiased fertility nurse in your back pocket to answer all your questions 24 7 so you can just say goodbye to Google and, and, you know, she is nurse Karen is there. She used to work in an amazing clinic in Melbourne. She now works for me. Um, She's absolutely phenomenal. She's
0: so experienced, independent. I think independent is key here. (laughs) Yeah, I was had to say this is a really quite important part that I think is a part of the collective because I think a lot of people, particularly rural patients, are already shelling out so much money for the travel and the wait to get into a clinic that sometimes whoever's offering an outreach is who they'll use and they might feel uncomfortable with the care that they're getting or have questions about the care they're getting because they feel like they're getting a one-size-fits-everybody model so I think having this third party is like a game changer. It is because you you know
1: you're right there are some clinics that are amazing and some doctors at some clinics are amazing some just aren't some clinics are terrible you know. It's It's like anything isn't it? It's like anything exactly right so um, but yeah, so apart from the twenty four seven nurse, um so she's in there honestly all day long answering people's questions. Um, then you we have fortnightly support sessions over Zoom where you can come and check in with me. I'm always on these calls and the nurse Karen. We're both there together. Um, instead of paying, you know, hundreds of dollars for a coaching session, these are just these are really, really good sessions there once a fortnight, just where you can come and ask questions or vent or um or just, you know, feel more supported. Um mm-hmm. Also have a very supportive community of people, obviously, in the same boat. So people you can turn to while you wait or you have a tough social event or you just need a sounding board and you can talk as much as you like in these chat rooms or you can sit back and listen. That's absolutely... You can also be, I should say, you can share your name inside the membership or you can be completely anonymous. There is no right or wrong way but... to be part of it. But um, yeah, so we also got um, uh, your on-demand couch conversations, which have been pulled Straight out of thousands of coaching sessions of mine over the last five or six years, to provide you know you with the resources and support and tools to learn how to you know advocate for yourself with the medical team, um, navigate friends and family, nurture your relationship with your partner, um, plus you know a really important um, fertility toolbox packed with you know proven strategies to just help manage that stress and boost your overall confidence, um, plus you get what else we get we get monthly Q&As with you know the best in the field like really awesome doctors I'm quite picky on which
0: doctors I invite to. Um, I know I saw their- that you interviewed Karen J, who my obstetrician was like that is the number ah. one fertility doctor you need to go to it's
1: Alison D Alison D yes and sorry Alison my bad oh she's, uh, she's phenomenal and you know, I won't I've probably be bit controversial to say here as well, but I'll say is a lot of doctors are emailing all the time to try and get on to talk because obviously I have ah, yes. and they want to expose themselves to that, you know, that community. To community not what I'm about. I've got no paid partnerships. I'm not interested in any of that crap. So that's I'm extremely um you know, very, very picky. But yeah, so that and, and with these doctors, you know, I you have the opportunity to ask them your questions. So I just ask all my members before the Q and A, look, what do you want me to ask? You know, blah blah about this, 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 or this, and people will send in their questions so I can ask or you know get all their questions answered. Um, and then from next week, Jen, I'll tell you. I've you, seen this. This is really exciting. It's really exciting. You also get complimentary breathwork classes as a tool to relieve anxiety. You'll also get complimentary Pilates classes um, so that you can keep your body moving. You know, and your mind clear. And um, you'll also get complimentary fertility friendly fitness workouts you know, where you can. It's for people who want to stay at home, but they don't want to go to a gym, but they want to feel strong, they want to be energized, and they want to just, you know, boost those endorphins, which obviously is, this is all about movement for mental health. Um, I've got no interest, nothing, nothing to do with weight loss or toning or anything like that. This is all about movement for mental health. Um, I love that. And then, a polite course costs $26 a week. What are you doing, girl? <laughs> I know. I just, yeah, I know. I just, um, and then the, the, the last thing I'd, sorry, just to say, you'll also get um complimentary, you know, nutrition recipes, meal plans, checklist just so you can nourish your body and, you know, feel your absolute healthiest right now through this period. So, but yes, no, it is all, it, it is a lot in there, but look, I, and people are like, oh, it's so cheap. But honestly, I just, I want to help as many people as possible. And, and I have over 500 members now, which has allowed me to grow the platform and make the platform better, you know, so that's, yeah. it's quantity of members that's allowed me to be able to do this so um and look you know we, i also offer one my one-to-one um one-to-one coaching as well and nurse cat offers their one-to-one nurse consults as well so they're for people who you know and a lot of rural people use these and they get you know people who just want to have that sort of one hour of personalized support to go through all their results go through you know just their, their history and where they're at and their options and actually talk about clinics and what their options are and things like that so um that is fertility collective membership.
0: So, if somebody would like to join the collective, how's the best way? Or they have a question about the collective, wh- what is the best way for them to engage with it? You know what? They just can email me if I've got any questions. I'm really active on Instagram.
1: Instagram's probably the best place to go anyway for so just support um, in general, supportive content, um, and just and comfort and and validation. So um, that's um, CC underscore fertility collective. Um, and on there, you'll see the membership. So that's the best way. And uh, but certainly, ask me any questions if you like. And and just I should say with the membership, you look the aim is to get pregnant safely and healthily. Yeah. Um, so dairy that's why there's no lock-in. So obviously, you know, I love it when someone cancels because they're pregnant. It's <laughs> so amazing. I, I play for a, you know you can come in for a month and and if it's not right, you can leave or certainly come in for three months and you know and
0: um, you can yeah there's no lock-in.
1: I love that. It
0: creates space around people being able to dip in and out when they need to.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yep, exactly right. I think and that's why I wanted to add all the polite and the, all the sort of all the wellness because, you know, this has been the place they can stay through pregnancy, through the newborn years, because it's all about, you know, lowering anxiety, managing
0: stress and just really boosting our confidence and calm um, and control. Well, okay. so, um, I love about the collective is that it holds space for the quiet moments because I think when you are quiet, whether it's early morning or late night or even just in the afternoon, particularly if you haven't had any children yet, that is when the anxiety can really run and the thoughts can become quite intrusive. So having something that you can engage with at, at any time, anywhere, I think is so important. I yeah, It's spot on, Jen. And also I should
1: say that people are still largely doing it alone in a silent environment anyway um you know they're not sharing it which is absolutely i mean I I I, I I I i you know hindsight for me is a wonderful thing i probably could have shared a bit more at the beginning and had more support but i didn't um but you know, i didn't for, for valid reasons and I, I think people some people share which is incredible and a lot of people don't share because there is so much at stake and it is highly emotional so people are doing it in, you know alone in this silent environment and you know that has broad knock-on effects to obviously mental health, you know, how we perform in our workplace, you know, our relationships with our partner, you know, our friends and our family. I mean, you know, it is, you know, when you're keeping this big, you know, there's this big black cloud o- over you, which no one, you know, no one understands what it's like to struggle with fertility unless you've struggled with fertility.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, so it is, um, yeah, it's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of drugs. And I love the anonymous factor as well because, Online, I think now it's becoming like our communities are becoming slower, s- smaller and smaller. You're only ever two or three degrees of somebody, I think. Exactly. Um, I love that factor because I was listening to, I think it was Tanya Hennessy. She was talking about her fertility journey and she had some regrets around actually sharing her fertility journey because she's still in the trenches. And she said that she feels this overwhelming pressure to give people the the good news story or the happy ending. Exactly. And I, yeah, I don't know if you listen. i um, Chloe Fisher. I don't
1: know if you went on yes. that. Uh, listen. Yeah, Darling Shines. So I was on her podcast. We did a an awesome podcast all around, you know, privacy is peace. And it's not, you're not being private, you know, it's not, you're not being secretive. You're being private. And privacy is peace because, you know, you don't have to, you know, you, like there's so many factors that come into it. You know, you, you, you know, you, your, your mum might want to know updates all the time, which is sometimes totally fine, sometimes really annoying. You know, you've got, <laughs> depending. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, and you what medication know. you're taking, and where you're up to in your cycle, oh,
1: exactly. And and you know, Auntie Mary and Uncle Dave, you know, everybody person wants that you know knows what you're going through, and you know, and and obviously people like Daniel and Chloe Fisher who are in you know the public eye. I mean, it's just un- unbearable the amount of pressure that they um you know would would have you know would be dealing with, but um. Yeah, I think that's just you know with the whole um, I just want to just want to say this to everyone who's listening, you know, because I think it's really important to acknowledge that certainly rural people, uh, rural um, communities, people in rural communities, I should say, yes, it's the access to the services and and getting to the best lab and the best doctor and getting the same level of care and treatment that metropolitan communities have. Because at the end of the day, this is all, you know, fertility doesn't discriminate, you know. Oh, of course. It doesn't matter about your postcode. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, But, you know, what really fertility collectives has been born out of how much it impacts your mental health. Because, you know, they're they're obviously, like I said, your pain is often hidden and, and life just feels out of control and you're completely riddled with uncertainty. Um, you know you don't feel like yourself anymore and particularly people in rural communities you know they're so disconnected from friends anyway normally yeah um but you know you're even more disconnected when you do catch up with you know you do get you do go to a 30th or a baby shower and you haven't seen anyone for ages and then you know boom there's triggers everywhere as well um you know and just just the grief of you know you're really grieving the life that you thought you'd have I mean you know we do we don't learn about this stuff at school you know we we're like it comes as a complete shot normally. Um, you know, unless you, you know, there may be people with endometriosis who have known this may be difficult, but
0: often people are, you know, it is hit. Like it was kind of shock. the opposite, isn't it? Where uh, sexual education in schools would lead you to believe that we're very fertile and it's very easy to get pregnant, which is the exact opposite, really, isn't it? Oh my
1: God, I think about all those wasted condom should fail. It's like, oh, oh, that is predictable.
0: Now, you won some pretty big awards recently too. Do you want to tell us a bit about them? Because I want people to feel like I think it's easy on social media because there's a lot of product out there. And when I work with my clients, because I am a mental health clinician, I want my clients that if they're engaging, they're engaging with the very best and they're engaging with people that have um, the degrees or the expertise to back up. And I think your awards recently really recognised a lot of the hard yards you've been putting in. No, thank you.
1: No, I am, um, yes. So no, I, I, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it, it was only in July. Um, I won, yeah, the best fertility advocate globally. So I ran, flew over to Copenhagen and um and picked up that award by the European Fertility Society. She sounds um, like she went and got a block of Cadbury chocolate, but that oh, is the, pretty good. Oh, it was it was honestly the, the tears afterwards. I just I you know I've been I've been you know I guess I've you know twenty four seven I am, you know, in this you know, live and breathe this stuff. And I think, you know, I feel so like the the pain and the grief that I went through will never ever leave me and I don't want anyone to feel that alone. Um and so yes, I went yes, basically, you know, the the it's it, it's a really um you know, the European Fertility Society is incredible. So I think that, you know, it's always like saying, you know, you get recognized overseas before you get recognised in your own. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't it funny? <laughs> it's just but, um, the way it is so funny but um but it yeah no it, it it was it was very um very amazing and very amazing being in Copenhagen and also yeah, at the same time it was the ESHRA contra- conference which was all the you know the biggest fertility you yep. know you we know, from around the world so you know this was yeah it was it was really interesting but you know what I will say what came out of that conference after the award was um how across the world how little patient care there is and how much of an issue that is for so that was just yeah so um yeah, just, just boom, boom, boom with fertility. <laughs> I was like exactly why I, you know... as a, you just drove on myself, to do more. I will say exactly that, you know, patient care is an issue in every single country. Um Because, yeah, pain anyway. life
0: Well, we think uh, what you do is amazing. We think you are providing something to rural communities, to rural women, to rural men that isn't there. Um And so as a give back for our herd, we would love to sponsor somebody to experience the collective for six months. Um, So be on the lookout. If you've been contemplating watching Cece's Instagram and contemplating joining the collective, well, there's no risk right now. So if you're a rural person, Cece's going to refund or credit six months to at her choosing a rural patient in her collective um, and that will be on us. Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. That's incredible. That really
1: is a very timely um, chat that we've had and an offer that you're giving. So thank you.
0: Thank you so much for everything you do um, and continue to do. And uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much, Dan. I've loved talking to you.
1: Thank you. We'll have to do another one soon. All right. I'd love that.
0: Her herd recognises the traditional lands and waters on which this podcast was recorded.